0: Hello, and welcome back to the Dirt Talk Podcast Monday edition. I'm your host, Aaron Witt, on a mission to make the dirt world a better place, joined by my co-host, Alex Horton. Happy Monday, y'all. Happy Monday, everybody. We're excited to be back with you once again to talk about dirt. Dirt. This is a Dirt Talk podcast about dirt. Every every time I explain this podcast to people that that don't, they're not really in the industry, uh, Like I'll be touring people through the, through the office and okay, here's our podcast. Well, what's your podcast about? Well, it's called dirt talk. And we, we talk about dirt and they kind of look at me like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, (laughs) is that a joke or what's going on here? And I just tell them like, no, we, we, we're pretty serious about the dirt thing around here. It's yeah. It's kind of our thing. It's
1: kind of a thing. When I mention the podcast, I say, what's it called? I say, it's called dirt talk. And generally they've got like a vague background for the company that I work for. Yeah. Build with ever heard of it. Um, and so when I say dirt talk they're like, Oh, you know what you should have called? It, it was like dirty talk or something like that. I'm like, yeah, we have like a hundred episodes. We're good.
0: <laughs> well, and there's also some dirty talk podcasts out there already. Yeah.
1: When you type it in, you, you do see some more, yeah. uh, more graphic uh, I, podcast options.
0: You know, they're, we'll just leave it at, they're not exactly about dirt. They're not Mm-mm. as dirt focused as we are. Not as dirt
1: focused. Still yeah. could be some dirt, but just.
0: Yeah. Uh, I would, I would like to be a fly on the wall though, when you explain it to one of your friends or something like that, as far as what you do and what the podcast is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is unusual. Yes. I mean, one thing that I'm really confident
1: in is in the like podcast space, which I feel like trying to do a little bit of networking in there. Yeah. Just because like, I'm a professional podcaster that, now. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. That like, I'm the only person working on a podcast like this.
0: That's what I, you know, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day though. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of talking about the future of podcasting and how, you know, he's a generalist and that yeah. that's worked really well for him because he started 10 years ago doing it mm-hmm. and he's become the generalist. And I feel like too many people try to make just a general podcast. Well, like,
1: It's a very much like a, a white guy thing to do. Just like, let's do a podcast because I have a lot of opinions. Yeah. Like, or Okay. That doesn't really do anything.
0: Either you have opinions or I'm going to interview business people about what made them successful. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, this okay. is <laughs> Hashtag hustle grind. <laughs> yeah. Like, cool. I mean, I'm all for it yeah. you, you maybe you go create the coolest success podcast ever, but there's a lot of them out there and they're absolutely better than anything <laughs> and, you're gonna start and they're really good yeah and these guys have better access than you do have been doing it for many years have full production teams behind them now like there's a lot of resources there yeah but the value of creating a podcast that serves a specific demographic or niche now that there's a lot still a lot of opportunity there yeah. And there's, there's, you know, they talk about all these millions of podcasts out there these days, but I think there's still so much opportunity to create really specific podcasts about topics
1: like dirt. I can't remember what the stat is, but it's something crazy about, you know, the majority of podcasts end after like a month, because it's like, oh, that's harder than I thought to come up with stuff to talk about.
0: It's tough.
1: And it's so a we've already won in that case. We're, we're still here we're not going anywhere, big
0: dirt. We're not <laughs> come you for know, us, I dare you. Big dirts tried to take us down a few no. times, and <laughs> we won't let it happen. They can't get us. Mm-mm. So, uh, yeah, here we are talking about dirt once again. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on in our world. Yeah. Um, wow. The you know the past week, the office has really come together. We have our this week, our company, entire company into the office. To have a happy hour, we're gonna hear someone important speak, uh, which will be really cool. And then we're meeting as a team for two days in Nashville. Beyond that, mm-hmm. we're gonna do a simulated construction exercise out in the field, which I'm super excited to show everybody. Sure, and super excited to talk about. Uh, but it'll be we're running our entire team through. Like, hey, here's your plans. Here's your equipment. Here's your tools. Go build this, and and we. We've put a lot of time and thought into it. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see how it plays out. I'm pumped. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait to see our whole team. Last time we had 17 people into Nashville, I think it was. That's right about right. 16, 17 in December. Now I think over 40 will be here. Jeez. Crazy. Which is substantially larger than the last meeting. For sure. Over twice the size of of the last meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so with that comes more complex logistics and costs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't think this meeting could be coming at a better time because yeah. we've been working like dogs for a few months now. We've added a lot of new people over the past few months. We, we need to spend time building relationships, just celebrating wins, yeah, getting to know one another and just taking a deep breath. It's the perfect time. Yep. It's it's all just lining
1: up at once. Um, you know, we launched a couple websites this week, which are pretty important to us.
0: Yes. So we have a new BuildWit website. So if mm-hmm. you haven't checked that out, buildwit.com. Buildwit.com. Ever heard of it? Buildwit.com. <laughs> um so BuildWit.com. We're we're really excited. Our new brand branding's on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, new you know, starting to to show off our new company structure on there, which we're really excited about. Um, we launched Build It Leaders. Kind
1: of a big deal for us too.
0: Yesterday, kind of a big deal after Mm -hmm. many months of ridiculously hard work from, as we were talking on the internal podcast before this, I think everybody on our team had something to do with this and something significant to do with this project. It was a ridiculous team effort undertaking Pulled it off. We pulled it off. We pulled off the launch on the date we initially set for ourselves <laughs> months ago. Deadlines. Important. Insane. Insane. Yeah. And we actually have people using it. People have All signed right. up. And and we've had unbelievable, um, unbelievable comments from everybody. Like, this is this is actually pretty incredible. And I'm gonna use this stuff at, you know, I'm a foreman. I'm going to take this to my crew this week and talk, talk to them about some of the stuff I'm learning. How cool is that? Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, there are like a couple like tiered benefits to the build with leaders thing. I think that the top, like most broad version is it goes along with the mission of build it, which is to make the dirt world a better place. Yes. Um, the next step down is, you know, we want to play a part in helping develop the leaders of this industry because that supports the mission of make the dirt world a better place. There's also a piece of this that I hope this makes like the companies in the industry better because they have more qualified leaders who um, are are learning more and more about the industry um, are certainly shoring up blind spots in their experience. Then there's also the part where I hope that build with leaders helps a lot of people like make more money, change their career, find things that they love doing that they didn't necessarily understand before. Hell yeah. And like, that's like really, really individualized. And so that's what I think is really cool about build with leaders. And I don't, I'm not like trying to sell it on here because we don't sell anything on this podcast, but we're probably going to end up talking about build with leaders sometimes Except
0: for build with leaders.
1: Yeah. But it, we're not saying for, for easy payments, of yeah. seventeen ninety. you know, nothing like that.
0: Use Dirk talk discount code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um But what I the
1: thing that I love is that like there is an individual benefit that's like real. It's not like if you want to become a better person, all you have to do is apply some of these principles. Like that, that's just the tiniest little like intro into this. Yeah. There are so many like real tools and and skills to be learned that not everybody knows in each position in the industry. And so if if we're helping spread that knowledge and opening these people up to um, experiences they necessarily wouldn't have had access to before. Like that's a huge win for us. There's, there's n- never and by re- us. I say the industry, not everybody.
0: No, but there's, there's definitely that selfish part of it yeah. is dude. I just want to go kick ass at my career. And there's this whole movement to make people, you need to be like super humble and it's no, it's not about you. It's about everything else. And this, no, no, no. You know, some motivations are, hey, I just want to kick ass at my job. Hey, I just want a promotion. Hey, I just want to go lead a crew. Sh- sure, that's great. Like that, that, that can definitely be part of that. If that's the core motivation, maybe that's a little bit of an issue, but especially when you're young, a motivation like that is not unhealthy. No, that's, I mean, I'm pretty damn career driven right now. It, it, it's, it's a, it's a big piece of this is from a company standpoint. There's, there's no reason why you shouldn't sign up for this as far as developing your people is yeah. concerned, because there's never been a resource like this for as economical as it is for your people and, and, and educating your people. Mm-hmm. And if you truly believe as a business that your people are your greatest resource, this is one of the easiest ways to date in this industry to invest in your people, just plain and simple. And then if you're an individual, And you just want to go kick some more ass in your job. You just want to become better. You just want to help the people around you. You want to lead more effectively. You want that next promotion. You want to make your jobs perform better. You want to inspire your people. You just want to show everybody else up. You know, the other crews. I just want the most productive damn pipe crew out there. Here you go. And you can sign up for it as an individual or, okay, hey, maybe that's, you know, it's a lot of money. Can't can't swing it. Totally get it. Three kids at home, other things to worry about, other bills to pay, 10-4. Go talk to your company about it. It's, I mean, I was, we were talking to Skylar, Benjamin. I was talking with Skylar, Benjamin, and, and Dan the other day. Skylar and Benjamin have, have really helped lead this project yeah. and, and organize everybody from, from the top. Dan and I have, have really just been off to the side, supporting however however we can. And I told them, I I, I sincerely told them, hey, guys. You know, what I realized the other day is and we've we've invested more into this program than anything else we've ever invested in as sure. a business in one just single go. I mean, as far as intensity is concerned, it's an enormous investment in a short amount of time. Yeah. But I told them, maybe even if this goes horribly wrong, just totally crashes and burns, we don't get a single person to sign up. It's still an enormous win at the end of the day because me as an individual, I've never I've never learned so much about how to lead effectively than I have over the past two months doing this program. And I've learned so many valuable skills to become better at my job and to become better at leading the people I do more effectively and just to become a better human overall Mm -hmm. that I would have never gained if we hadn't done this. Yeah. So I am a far better human than I was three months ago when we started this project. Yeah. And it has completely changed how I view things, completely changed my life. Dead serious. I don't think I've done another thing that has been this transformative over a three month period of time. And they all agreed. They're like, yeah, yeah, we feel the same way. And that's that's a result of just being involved in the development of the content and the information we're offering to the entire industry right now. I wasn't privy to anything that's not on the platform currently. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so easy to, to, to explain and to quote unquote sell is because we just genuinely believe in the value. We didn't start with how do we make the most amount of money with what we have right now? We, we started with how do we really impact the industry? How do we really accelerate the transfer of knowledge in this industry? How do we really help empower the next generation? Oh, Okay,
1: And all those choices go back to the mission of make the dirt world a better place. That's what matters to us.
0: That's what it starts with. So we, we don't want to make this whole podcast yeah. about Build Leaders, but we're we're just really fired up as a team about it. I wish everybody could see our Slack channels about Build Leaders. They're just firing on all cylinders over the past two or three days. And if you're curious about Build Leaders, go to leaders.buildwit.com and you'll be able to learn about everything you need to know.
1: Exciting stuff, man. I'm pumped.
0: Yes. Love it. Um,
1: got a couple questions here. You want to dive in?
0: Let's get right into also one more thing, one more exciting thing this this week. Skid Steer is getting its final Ooh. finishing touches today. Right. And I'm very excited to roll that out to the general population. It's gonna be great. There is not another Skid Steer on Earth like it. As, true. as far as far as i've seen maybe oh, there man. is somewhere but this is a it's a rare skid steer
1: it's going to be utterly amazing
0: well said <laughs> we'll just leave it at that no.
1: yeah yeah <laughs> oh, i can't wait it's gonna you'll, be sick you'll feel when you
0: see it you'll feel you'll feel moved Will will it be rolled out publicly by the time this episode airs yes. on monday okay yeah. yeah so if you haven't seen it just go to my social media and uh you'll you'll quickly understand what we're talking about. We could keep doing bits, but (laughs) we'll leave it at that one.
1: You don't want to kowtow to the the critics, you know?
0: Oh, gosh. Um,
1: All right. We got two questions. Let's do this thing. First question is from Elijah. Was there an exact moment or experience where you realized the dirt world culture needed to change?
0: There were two experiences that were pretty... That I I think I've uh, really leaned on and informed starting build it early on. Mm-hmm. And they were two companies I worked with one company. I, I won't talk about names, but I'm sure people know who I'm talking about. One company middle of when I was working with them, like two months in just decided to shut down their entire, the division I worked for um, with an email. Brutal. And I didn't know a whole lot at the time. I still don't know a whole lot. And maybe there was more. Be- I'm sure there was more behind the scenes. But from my perspective, it was really fucked up. And you had all these people's lives and all these people that have had put so much into starting starting this, this, this division mm-hmm. and really building it from nothing in this new region. And then these higher ups just come in and just shut the thing down without any explanation and without any real empathy or I, I just didn't understand. It was so, and, and, and I was even involved in some of the higher up conversations. I remember I was in one conversation with one of the higher ups talking to some of the other higher ups about it before anyone knew. And and I was just a, a, a little turd at the time. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's the good thing about being young and, and insignificant is uh, people just kind of forget about you. And and you you really do become a fly on the wall. Yeah. And so he just turned, he turned to me. He's like, just don't fucking say anything about this. And I said, like, okay, check. Um, but they, they proceeded to just kind of talk about it. Like it was just so matter of fact. And I couldn't help but think about all the people I worked with knowing I didn't have any skin in the game. I was, I was good to go. I could, I could do whatever I want. I didn't have a family or anything like that. I didn't put a whole lot in this company. So yeah. it wasn't a whole lot for me, but, I knew the people that I worked with had put a lot into this company and and they'd they'd moved their families and they'd given up a, a lot of nights at home and this and that and yeah they got money for it but it just it was um it was just wrong to me and and it's it's bothered me ever since and I didn't continue working for that company. Yeah. Another company it was and, and this is just t- typical construction this isn't even all that ridiculous but Day one, we had to let someone go because we just didn't have any work for them, and and then a few weeks later, we needed someone to do, do what they were doing. It, it's just it was so short sighted. Mm-hmm. But I I had to again I, I was just a a kid, and so I was along for the ride. I, yeah. I didn't have to do it or anything like that. But I was I was there when it happened, and just watching that happen for no good reason. It wasn't underperformance or anything like that. It was just like hey, we don't have any work for you anymore, we're laying you off. Um, just to see that and see how matter of fact and just business as usual was really bothered the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there was a particular moment, but there's been a lot of experiences like those that have informed what we're trying to do mm-hmm. and the mission at hand. Now, I just want to say our mission is making the dirt world a better place because we could not be bigger fans of the dirt world. At least I couldn't be. I'm the dirt world's one of the biggest fans out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm on a podcast right love now it. called dirt talk. Yeah. We, our mission, making the dirt world a better place. Come to our office. You'll see plenty of dirt world shit all over the place. I, I love, 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 love this world. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. And I think it has so many awesome qualities about it. Awesome qualities that can't even touch or that, that other industries can't even touch. And my dad and I joke about my dad worked for a company called Deloitte. Now I think it's the world's largest professional services firm. It has over 300,000 employees, just a monster monster of a business. And we joke about me working for Deloitte because he knew he knows how much I would hate it, hate working there Mm -hmm. and how, how how I would have made it there maybe a week and would have quit because I just I can't even stand working in a world like that and and to have a world that aligns so well with my personality and what I enjoy mm-hmm. is a a great feeling and I know a lot of people listening and a lot of people in this industry feel the same way um so I just I like to stress how much we love it that said there's a lot of room for improvement and I feel like most everybody following us understands that and is is now a part of our our mission.
1: Do you think it's possible for some of these larger um, construction contractors to take a more like personal and empathetic approach to like team culture when they're spread out nationwide or even, you know, in multiple countries? Is that really possible? It's definitely possible.
0: And it's not just possible, but I think it's just going to be a basic requirement down the road. And if they don't catch up with that, they're just going to run out of people. Mm -hmm. They're just going to run out of people. And it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to be five years, 10 years from now. It's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes
1: along with something you've talked about before that as an industry, these companies aren't competing against other companies in the industry in terms of hiring. Like, you know we're we're competing against other industries in general because you know if, if we want people to love the dirt world as much as we do but if the option is well i could do this job or i can go do you know job b in a different industry because maybe they take care of their people better or you know whatever the reason is but like if if as like an industry if we're not fighting for that like that's where it gets kind of sticky and so i think that those sorts you know We've, we work with a number of different sized companies in our, in our partners list. And a lot of those changes are easier to do than when you're a smaller company, but I don't necessarily think it's any less valuable to make those changes
0: if you're huge either. No, but there's, there's advantages to any size. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're this, you're this big company and yeah, that's a, a big ship to turn and you don't, you don't have to go make all these dramatic changes overnight, but If you're a big company, you have more resources than a small company does. Yeah. certainly probably better distribution of information. Yeah.
1: Got some more mowing out there. It's fine. We've got... What are you going to do? Again, we're going to have a studio one day. Anyway. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's possible... Well, no. I'm not even going to say... I'll cut this part out. I was going to make a comment about how we might be able to hear like actual construction equipment on our podcast at the studio, but no, because we're in a podcast studio, not... A desk next to a window.
0: No, we can um, create a construction equipment soundtrack though.
1: What if I ooh made like an some get some like ambiance from just out there with like a field recorder mic Mm -hmm. and then just like spray it in?
0: Well yeah, or just Yeah, just have like (laughs) the buttons like that where you're like D9 backing up.
1: (laughs) Sorry, we uh real quick break. Yeah. Got a D9 coming through the studio. Hold on,
0: steer with a broom on it. Like Just not general construction noise. Just something really specific.
1: Yeah, where'd you guys get? To, uh, you know, just part of our office. Uh huh. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway. Oh, hopefully Elijah, that answers your question. I mean, I don't. Know, I, he he asked about is there an exact moment or experience, but I think the other part of that is it kind of bleeds into like y- your life as a, a worker in the industry and as you love the industry, and so. I feel like the the more time you spend, like out in the field, getting to know um, laborers, operators, foremen, whatever, that, like I think that's like when you absorb all these different kind of experiences and stories, and that's where you start yeah. to see, you know, where does
0: dirt world culture need to change? And and that's exactly it. there's this there's this romance around this like like lightning bolt of inf- inspiration mm-hmm. or this one moment where it all comes together, and you're like oh, that's it. I have it. And you, you see it in TV shows and movies and this and that. That's not how my life has worked. I don't know if it, I don't know if your life has worked this way, but it's it's never been like that. And I really don't think that's how it typically plays out. I think it typically plays out just like compounding. You create a lot of experiences. You meet a lot of people. You have a lot of conversations. It all starts to build on one another. And then you just start to become uh, uh, more and more, this fucking lawnmower, <laughs> fucking lawnmower. Uh, you, you just start to become more and more informed yeah. and you connect more and more dots. You start to see a bigger and bigger picture. And I, I think people just want like the one moment or the one easy thing. You're like, no, it's it's not. It's, it's taken me years and years and years at this point of traveling to different job sites having thousands of conversations, meeting thousands of people to understand the problems I understand. And my understanding is still so, so small, Yeah, but it's just taken work to get here. And it's not, it's, it's never been one, one moment in time for yeah. anything we've done. Mm-hmm. Or someone was like, Hey, how, you know, how have you gotten all these ideas? Like for build leaders how'd you get that idea? I'm like, well, I started taking pictures on on job sites and then someone asked me to build a website and make them (laughs) videos. So I did that. And then we created a creative agency and then we brought on really talented people. And then, you know, we saw a bunch of the industry and then we had this idea of, Hey, maybe we take all this of what we've built and add it all up and create this new company. Okay. Sick. It wasn't like I've had this idea all along and it wasn't even my idea. Yeah. It was, it was Dan's idea and Dan got it from Doing this for a few years, he didn't have it at the beginning. He wasn't always sitting around like, "Man, I could go create this huge video-based library of of learning for the Dirt World." No, you, you know what? A question. You know what's a question
1: we don't ask when we bring people on to build it? How would you fix everything?
0: Yeah, no one. We knows don't ask that because nobody I knows. I don't know. There's no good answers
1: here. No. Uh, thanks, Elijah. I appreciate it. Uh, next question. This is from Brent. It says Aaron. What advice would you give to a young individual eager to start their own company within the construction field without going into debt? I really enjoyed your conversation with Daniel Tardy at Ramsey Solutions on entre leadership, and I'm curious to see if you align with their viewpoints when it comes to money
0: management. I I like the concept of having no debt, but also starting a company with no debt. You you going to have gotta have rich parents, or I, you know I don't. Well, I we cash flowed the business for three years. So it's possible, but it really sucks. Yeah, It's not a good time. And sometimes, like Build the Leaders, for example, we wouldn't have been able to create it without outside capital. It, it, it wasn't would not have been possible without outside capital. And sometimes outside, like, debt is not a bad thing. I think Ramsey comes at debt from just like traditional, uh, to traditional American. Yeah, For the traditional American, debt is a crutch and it is a terrible thing. It's a terrible thing. Credit cards are are terrible. These companies just take advantage of these people. And it's it's all it's all a game. But if you're looking at debt from a business perspective and how to use it as a tool to create more growth within your business and then you have a plan on okay, once I create this growth, I think we can double back and and cover what we've borrowed upon and and you think it through. Yeah. I think it's a really valuable thing. And Every business we work with has some degree of debt, even if it's small, even yeah. if they're just financing a machine because they know they can get it at 3% and why not finance it at that point? So I don't know. I, I think you can do it. You can go save up a bunch of cash. You can go save up 60 grand and go write a check for a skid steer or you know, 30 grand for a used skid steer, whatever yeah. it is, and and just go hammer it out. You can do it. It's possible, but I don't necessarily think debt is a bad thing. Like the other day, I was joking that I drove to Ramsey's headquarters last week in my leveraged pickup truck that the bank owns. (laughs) Because I've seen- We'll pay it off this year. But growing up, I saw really, really rich people with mortgages on their homes. Why? Why would they ever have a mortgage on their home when they can pay cash for everything in their lives? And then a lot more than that. It's because they know that if they can get a mortgage at three or 4%, and they're making 10, 15% on their money, why the hell would they go buy a house? That's just stupid. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a poor use of their capital. They can go take that capital, put it to work, go make more money with it, and then just borrow from the bank at three to 4%. So you're still making out, if you're paying 3%, you're making 15%, you're still making 12%. Yeah. That's pretty good. And, and so I just, I, as long as it doesn't get out of hand, I think debt is a tool that you can use to build a business. Yeah. But we also did, we also built our business for three years with no debt. Yeah. And that was also intentional too. Yeah. It made us a lot more resourceful than we would have been if we just had someone writing us checks all the time. Mm -hmm. And then when we had the opportunity to get additional capital, I feel like we've put it to really good use because we had that discipline. It's not
1: like we, you know, got some of this additional capital and said, all right, everybody just go pick out your company car. No. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that's
0: was not where that money has gone. No, we'd we'd cultivated that discipline for years. And and so allocating that money, um, it hasn't been easy and it hasn't always been flawless. I'm sure we've we've wasted a, a percentage of it. Sure. As what happens when you just spend a lot more money than you're
1: used to. But I mean I'm sure that's baked into some business plans is poor minor investments with capital. You know what I mean? It's like, do do those some sort of mistakes like ruin our business? No, you know, we've, we've learned from them and moved on. Yeah. When talking about starting uh, like a a construction company from scratch, and let's say definitely staying in the dirt world, excavation is like the very bare minimum, like getting something like a skid steer
0: and just like starting. Yeah. The problem is, or, or you can rent, you don't need to go buy something oh, yeah i would i would probably start by renting equipment yeah. honestly that's
1: and just like seeing if
0: you can finish jobs yeah just just rent equipment for jobs you don't need to own equipment shit if you really don't want debt just rent everything and and you could do it without debt the problem with construction is it's really capital intensive mm-hmm. and sometimes especially these smaller contractors they think getting paid is is a challenge but they don't on, on some of these bigger jobs, you won't get paid for 90 days plus. Yeah. And you'll be owed millions and millions and millions of dollars for 90 days plus. And on top of that, then you'll have 10% retainage and you're making 8%. So your retainage is more than what you're making. And, and so you have to go finance the entire job. You can't do that without external capital. You got to have something. Even if it's just short term, yeah. even if it's just a line of credit that you 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 withdraw and then you pay back down at the end of the job. Okay, that's, that's responsible, but sometimes you just have to leverage someone else's money, and it's it's whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. If you're most comfortable without debt, do that. If you're okay with having some debt and you have a plan for it, then do that. There's no right or wrong way to do it. You can go build a massive business without debt. You can go build a massive business with debt. Okay. Yeah. Well, Brent. Um, hopefully, that
1: at least touches on what you're talking about. Yeah. Like many of the questions that come in, I mean, there's not always like an easy, just exact. Like, well, here's the answer. You know, it's like there's a couple options here, a couple avenues to go down. It's sort of like what
0: sacrifices are worth it to you. It's all personal at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. With with money too, it's just what what are you comfortable with? What feels right to you? Okay, do that. Yeah. Hey, if no debt, if you if you're really like man, this Dave Ramsey guy. Smart son of a bitch. I like this. I like not having to owe anybody anything. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds good. Go do it.
1: Uh, well, thanks, Brent. Appreciate it. Um, Aaron, our guest this week is Marcus Sheridan. What a guy!
0: Yeah, this is a a really exciting one. We yeah. uh, again, not to bring everything back to Build It Leaders, but he's on Build It Leaders talking about marketing communication. Yep. This guy, he's a big deal in in our world, in the storytelling world, in the selling world. Yep. In the speaking world, he's 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 a big deal. Um, and listening to his podcast, you guys will understand why he, is, he has a lot of energy. He's very passionate about what he does. He's very good at what he does. Oh, yeah. He, he's coming in guns blazing. Yeah. So if you're curious about communicating more effectively or marketing your business more effectively or telling stories more effectively or- Is just, that like a 10-year-old boy blowing in, no, the leaves uh, off here? Your- we've talked about this kid before. Yeah, he's maybe 10 years old. He's carrying around a leaf blower. He's blowing least off my pores. I don't know. I don't know. But if you're, if you're excited or interested in, in any kind of marketing sales communication, and you want to learn more about it, I would listen to this podcast. He knows what he's talking about.
1: Uh, it's going to be great, man. I can't Go wait for the conversation. Great.
0: So with that, I think we are at the end of a podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. Only a few more weeks until we're in our new studio, which we're excited to share with oh, everybody. Yeah. Everything from then on will be on um, on YouTube. We're going to be recording in video every podcast from here on. Yes. Everything, uh, you're going back to our new website. Our new website has... The podcast living on it.
1: Yep. All the episodes are there.
0: Yeah. So if you if you want to share build with the, the Dirt Talk podcast, just share buildwit.com and, and everything is there. Yep. Which is really exciting. Um, if you have questions for us, send them to dirt talk at buildwit.com. We would love to hear from you. And we will see you on the next episode of Dirt Talk. Stay dirty, everybody.